Welcome to a Friday Erev Shabbos edition of JM in the AM, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Matis Weingast, and I'm sitting in for Nachum this morning, and we'll find out why in just a few seconds. It's the 29th of July, Rosh Chodesh Av. We begin the uh, nine days. We began that last night. If you're studying Davyomi, it's Ksubis Chaf Gimel 23. And uh, even though this is the... Um, this is the beginning of the nine days and a very solemn uh, time period uh, for us here. It is a very special occasion, and I want to welcome to the airwaves this morning the one and only Nachum Siegel. Good morning, Nachum. Thank you, Matis. Thank you very, very much. And we have shared amazing and incredible news with this precious audience for the last four decades. And it is with great pride and joy and tremendous gratitude to the one above that I let everyone know that last night, Kayla and Benjamin Siegel became parents to a brand new baby girl. Stacy, Stacy and I are grandparents for the first time. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. And a special model of, of course, to Naomi and Stephen Levinson of Woodmere, who are grandparents for the first time. What a unique experience uh, going through this with them all for the very first time. And you're an experienced grandfather. You know how exhilarating a feeling this is. We're on our way, and this is why I'm off today. Normally, I'd be informing the audience directly from the studio, and I thank you for sitting in at the last minute. Normally, I'd be uh, uh, mentioning this to everybody uh, directly and starting the show uh, myself. But this morning, because of the quirk in the calendar that a Friday is a day that you can name a baby, because you traditionally name the baby uh, during Torah reading, and today's Rosh Chodesh, and there's Torah reading, so we're going to be heading just in the next couple of minutes uh, to Shul, and uh, Benjamin Siegel will be in charge of naming his daughter, and we'll let you know what our <laughs> granddaughter's name is, and it's just the most amazing and incredible feeling, wow. and it's so wonderful <laughs> to share this early morning with our wonderful listeners who, again, have been there over, four, over close to 40 years. Uh, through thick and thin, and thank God for many, many it's, wonderful. It is so exciting, and especially Mazel Tov to Stacy and to everyone in the family. Uh, it is just remarkable. I have a little experience in announcing Siegel uh, birth. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is oh, uh, gosh, chalk, so up, uh, chalk up another one. Baruch Hashem, but it's just so amazing that families are increasing, and uh, it's just so wonderful and so exciting. And you know, when you told me about this a uh, number of hours ago, I was like, "Wow, that just—it's—it's it's amazing." I do know how it feels being a grandparent, and um, and it, and doesn't it feel different now? You you're going to the naming, but you know, you're. Uh, your family, obviously, but you don't have to worry about all the details and everything. I, uh, <laughs> it's an incredible feeling, let me tell you. So I'm going to get going, okay. and I want to say mazel to the entire audience because they always uh, 
uh, responds with such uh, with such joy and Mazel Tov wishes. And I thank you, Matis. I'll be in touch later, whether on the air or off the air. We'll let you know what the name of our brand-new granddaughter is. And uh, what can I say? It's just a, an incredible occasion. Like I said, we've had the opportunity to celebrate many wonderful occasions with our listeners. And thank God we're able to celebrate with our global audience this morning. Baruch Hashem. Thanks, Nachum. We'll hear from you a little bit later on, either live or you'll... Text me the information, please. Thank you, and Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov again. The one and the only Nachum Siegel right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. What a major, major Mazel Tov for the entire listening audience, for the extended families, and uh, you know, for everyone on the Nachum Siegel Network and, and around the world, everybody that listens. You, the listeners, are the ones that really are um, are are so much a part of this also, and and gets the the feeling together when something like this happens. It's just so exciting to hear from people. So again, Major Mazel Tov, uh, JM in the AM, Nachum Siegel Network announcement. Uh, Mazel Tov to Kayla and Binyamin Siegel on the birth of a girl yesterday. The naming is taking place in Hashem this morning, and uh, hopefully we will hear the name from Nachum a little bit later on. And Mazel Tov also to Naomi and Stephen Levinson of Woodmere, uh, both sets, first-time grandparents, so welcome to the club. It's absolutely amazing. And uh, we hope to have more and share and more simchas as as time goes on. As I was mentioning earlier, when we uh, started, I wanted to get Nachman right away, because he, as he said, he's set, uh, heading out to... Um, to the uh, to Shul uh, with the family. Uh, today is the 29th of July. It's Rosh Chodesh Av. It is the beginning of the nine days, but you know we are celebrating here today. Um, it is 74 degrees outside of our studios right now. 88 is the high and cloudy and humid. Uh, for tomorrow's job, it's 90 degrees and partly sunny. In Jerusalem right now, it's 90 degrees. And uh, that's the expected high for tomorrow also, going down to 71 tonight. Uh, Parshas Matos Masa here in the United States and uh, in the New York City area, candle lighting is 7.56 p.m. Uh, I'll go through more of the uh, calendar uh, of what's happening today and tomorrow night and Sunday a little bit later on. Uh, Malcolm is off this week. He should be back next week. Erev Shabbos. Uh, Harry Rothenberg will join us with a special message for the Parsha at 7.15 and Rabbi Yudin at uh, about 8.20. So we're going to go to the music, appropriate, of course, for this uh, time period, uh, and uh, we're going to start off with some of Rami Flam. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Shabbat Shalom. 
Oi khanine ben imankin khanine khanine ben imankin khanine le khanine ben kolloy lom no bishvil khanine mankin khanine le oi khanine ben imankin khanine oi khanine ben imankin khanine le khanine ben kolloy lom no bishvil khanine mankin
here on JM in the AM. Before that, uh, we heard from uh, Sphira-ish, one of the uh, acapellas for uh, Sphira time, but appropriate for here, too. We heard Maccabees, uh, Rami Flam, and of course, we started out with Regesh from Modani with uh, with Regesh right here. <laughs> what a morning. What a morning. Matas guest with you in for Nachum Siegel. Those of you who joined us right at the top of the uh, show heard Nachum on the air as uh, he wished a Mazel Tov and we wished him a Mazel Tov on the birth of a baby girl to Kayla and Benjamin Siegel yesterday. Wishing Stacy and Nachum, of course, a major Mazel Tov and a Mazel Tov to, and a major Mazel Tov to Naomi and Stephen Levinson of Woodmere. Both a sets of grandparents for the first time, first time grandparents joining the, uh, joining the club. So welcome. Uh, it is, uh, it is a great thing to be able to announce. Uh, and, uh, you know, especially on this Rosh Chodesh Av. It is Rosh Chodesh and, uh, God willing, the naming will take place during davening today, and hopefully we'll we'll be able to find out the name uh, before the end of the show. If uh, if we're able to get to that, we will certainly announce it. Uh, so we're here till 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Right now it's about uh, 6.32 in the morning. First half hour of the show is uh, is done, and we're moving ahead. It's the 29th of July. 
As I mentioned, of course, Rosh Chodesh Av, if you're studying Daf Yomi, it is Ksubas Chuf Gimel 23. Candlelighting time in this area, New York City area, is 7.56 later on today. And it's Parshas Matos Masay. It's 74 degrees going up to 88 degrees, partly cloudy tomorrow. It's expected to be partly sunny. I don't know what the difference, partly cloudy or partly sunny. But uh, maybe it's more part sunny tomorrow, 90 degrees. In Yerushalayim, it's 90 now, going down to 71 and back up to 90 tomorrow. Malcolm Honline is off this week. Uh, he'll join us, uh, God willing, next Friday, next era of Shabbos. Harry Rothenberg will have a special message for the Parsha at 7.15. And uh, Rabbi Uten will... Uh, have his message at about 8.20 this morning. Uh, just to go over what's going on the rest of the day and the weekend for the uh, network, of course, we're here, as I mentioned, until uh, until 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, there will not be a, uh, a table for two with Naomi Nachman this week. Uh, there is no Erev Shabbos show. Uh, we'll just have Erev Shabbos Music Mix sponsored by Kedem, uh, and there'll be a replay of uh, Harry Rothenberg's message at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Avrami is off tomorrow night. There's no Saturday Night Seagull this week, and uh, it'll be a JM Encore Saturday night. So that is taking place. So the Erev Shabbos Music Mix, of course, goes up until candlelighting. Uh, Saturday night, instead of Saturday Night Seagull, it'll be uh, JM and the AM Encore of today's show. So, Shavua Tov, everyone who's listening there. And uh, that'll be at 10 o'clock. And then Sunday, I'll be here with JM Sunday. And Nachum will be back, God willing, on uh, Monday morning with JM in the AM. I want to thank Avrami, by the way. I know he's off this uh this this coming Motsi Shabbos, but uh, he he has done a lot between last night and this morning, and even now, still he's uh, a bit on vacation, but he's been put to work because we suddenly put all this together when Nachum told us about the uh, about the major Mazel Tov and uh, asked if I could do the show this morning. So many thanks, Avrami. Appreciate everything that you do all the time. Um, many people have been commenting on the app, and I uh, want to see if I can get to some of them. Um, wishing a Mazel Tov to Nachum and Stacy, And uh, let's see, one of them is uh, from Heshi Lowy, who wishes a Mazel Tov to, uh, to Nachum and Stacy. He did send us information, by the way, on his upcoming birthday. <laughs> It'll be in September, so I'm sure Nachum will make mention of that, and uh, he wants to invite everybody. So, oh, that'll be a nice, uh, nice thing. So, uh, happy uh, <laughs> early, happy birthday, um, listener Tikva. She says, Mazal Tov, Safta, Stacy, Vesaba Nachum. Mazal Tov to everyone. Thank you for that, uh, listener Danzi. On the app says, Mazal Tov, Stacy, and Nachum. And uh, let's see, I want to make sure I didn't miss anyone. I think I got everyone who has commented so far with Mazel Tov wishes. Uh, and we thank you for that. So, you know, feel free to comment. Nachum will see all the, um, all the good uh, wishes and the Mazel Tov wishes uh, at another time. <laughs> uh, we're going to go back to the music now and uh, keep it going uh, right here on JM in the AM.
on the Nachum Siegel Network.
והוא לומד רק מילה של תורה, כאילו בונה עולם. מי שהוא עושה כיבוש השם, השכינה שורה בעולם. ומי שזהיר באמת, כאילו מקיים יסודו של
Seven o'clock in the morning, and you are tuned to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio exclusively around the world on NachumSiegel.com and, of course, the beloved NSN app. My name is Matis Weingast. I'm in for Nachum this morning. Those who tuned in early heard Nachum as we began the show this morning and wished a major mazel tov to... Uh, Kayla and Benjamin Siegel on the birth of a baby girl yesterday. And mazel tov to Stacy and Nachum and to Naomi and Stephen Levinson of Woodmere. Both sets, first-time grandparents. Welcome to the club. It is uh, amazing and a great, great mazel tov. So Nachum and the families are at uh, davening right now and... Uh, Hopefully we will hear at some point before the end of the show uh, what the baby's name is, because today being Rosh Chodesh Av, there is Torah reading, so it is a perfect opportunity to celebrate and name 
a baby. What an amazing, amazing thing. So Nachum is off today. <laughs> I'm here till 9 o'clock, and um, we'll go through the programming in just... Uh, in just a few um, in just a few seconds uh, let's see today uh, 7:15 we'll have Harry Rothenberg which with his uh, Parsha vlog and uh, he'll he'll give us a message about uh, about today's Parsha uh, Malcolm Holmline will not be joining us this morning he will be back God willing next Friday Erev Shabbos with Nachum Rabbi Yudin expected on at uh, eight. 20 this morning, and of course, as I mentioned, programming, uh, we're here till 9 o'clock with the music for uh, Rosh Chodesh, nine days format today. Uh, following the show this week, uh, during the nine days, and I think next week also, there's not going to be uh, a table for two with Naomi Nachman. There won't be an Arab Shabbos show that uh, Mark put together, as he always does so beautifully, but there will be Arab Shabbos music mix appropriate for today, sponsored by Kedem, and uh, that'll include a replay of uh, Harry Rothenberg's words at 1 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern Time. Avrami is off from Saturday Night Seagull tomorrow night, but as I mentioned earlier, he's been tremendously helpful today with uh, getting everything set up at the last minute to um, have me do the show. So thank you, but he's off on Saturday Night Seagull at 10 a.m. tomorrow night, uh, after Shabbos, there'll be an encore of today's JM in the AM that you're all listening to live, and the people tomorrow night, I will say Shavua Tov, and uh, thank you for joining us at this time. Uh, and Sunday morning, I'll be on with the JM Sunday, as usual, 6 to 7, excuse me, 7 to 9 AM. Uh, as a reminder... Candle lighting in the New York City area, 7.56 later on today. Um, and uh, I think that's about it for now. Let me check in on the app because a number of people have been commenting on the app and I want to make sure that I don't miss anybody. Uh, listener Judy sends a, uh, sends a mazel tov to the uh, Siegel family. Uh, listener Yaakov sends a Mazel Tov, and uh, those are that. Those are the updates. Are there a couple of others? I think Listener Sima wishes a Mazel Tov on this special occasion. May you and Stacy, may Nachman Stacy, see much Nachos. Very, uh, very, she's very excited for you, uh, Doctor Moshe. Mazel Tov to Nachman family. <laughs> as 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 Nachman will find out. If you knew how great it was to have a grandchild, you would have had her first. <laughs> Very cute. Uh, so uh, we wish uh, Mazel Tov, and thank you for all those messages on the app. Um, back to the music. We, we don't have the news from Israel uh, today. Sorry about that. Uh, we're going back to the um, to the music now. Oh, I do have one shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to uh, those teachers from the United States that are taking uh, part in the uh, Yad Vashem 2022 seminar for educators in Jewish supplemental schools. That's taking place this week and going into the beginning of next week at the International School for Holocaust Studies of Yad Vashem. A very intense and wonderful program. Uh, and it's under the leadership of Rabbi Moshe Kohn. 
the head of the Jewish World section. So uh, shout out to all those participating in that program. And uh, we're going to go back to a couple of selections. Then uh, Harry Rothenberg will be on uh, with uh, with his words for today's Parsha. Here's Yeshiva Boys Choir a cappella on JM in the AM. Na, 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 na. Why? 
Amalach from 613 right here on JM in the AM. Matas Weingast with you, sitting in for Nachum Siegel, because today is a big celebratory day, as mentioned in the first hour, uh, and as Nachum said in the beginning of the show when he joined us, a major Mazel Tov wish to Kayla and Benjamin Siegel on the birth of a baby girl yesterday. And I just heard from Nachum, and I'm so honored to be able to announce that the baby girl's name is Esther Liel. So we wish a Mazel Tov to Kayla and Benjamin Siegel on the birth of Esther Liel Siegel yesterday and named just a short time ago. And Mazel Tov to Naomi and Stephen Levinson of Woodmere, New York. Both sets of grandparents are first-time grandparents. Amazing. Mazel tov to everyone, and uh, it's just a very, very auspicious occasion. And uh, hopefully the rest of this nine-day period will be as auspicious. Uh, but it is really a uh, a wonderful thing to uh, to wish a mazel tov to, to the entire mishpacha. A very, very special. And uh, I thank all the people that are commenting on the app uh, over and over, and Nachum will see all these uh, at a later time. But uh, you know, thank you for for all that, for the wishes, for people that have uh, have have contacted us and have wished Mazel Tov to the whole family. Uh, let's see. I, I want to make sure we have all the schedule right. It's uh, a drop late at seven sixteen in the morning, and uh, up next here is Harry Rothenberg with a special message for Parshas Matos Masse. In last week's Parsha, Moshe made a request of God. He asked God to appoint his successor before his death. Moshe didn't want there to be any battle for succession, didn't want there to be any uncertainty. And when he made the request, he suggested to God that the next leader should be somebody who would go out before the people and come in before them. The commentaries explained that what Moshe meant was, unlike kings of other nations who, when they go to war, sit in their palaces or in their fortified bunkers and they send the army out, Instead, he wanted a leader who would do like he did in a prior battle, lead the army himself into battle and then lead them back home. And so in this week's Parsha, when God tells Moshe to go take vengeance against Midian, go to war, you know what's coming next. Moshe is going to assemble the troops and he's going to lead them into battle. And sure enough, he assembles the troops, a thousand soldiers from each tribe, and then he does not lead them into battle. Shockingly, instead, he appoints Pinchas to go lead them. What is going on? Moshe, I thought the leader is supposed to lead the troops into battle. And God told you to take vengeance. Why are you delegating it? I heard a beautiful answer to this question as follows. Moshe knew that even though God told him take vengeance on Midian, he could not possibly have meant for Moshe himself to lead the troops into war in that battle. Why? Because when Moshe was 20... And he killed the Egyptian taskmaster. And word got back to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh wanted to kill Moshe. Moshe had to flee Egypt. He was a fugitive. And he went to settle in a country called Midian. And he married a woman from Midian. His father-in-law was from Midian. His sons were born in Midian. He lived there for many, many years. And so he had a karasatov. Gratitude towards Midian. So God couldn't possibly mean that he's going to lift up arms, a sword, against the Midianites, just like back in Egypt for the first three plagues, which involved hitting the water and hitting the ground. God told him, Aaron has to hit the water and the ground. Moshe couldn't do it. 
because he had gratitude towards the water. It had saved him when he was an infant in the basket in the Nile. And he had gratitude towards the ground because it had saved him, albeit temporarily, when he buried the Egyptian's body in the ground. And so how much more so that you have to have gratitude to Midian where he spent all those years. Even if it meant reinterpreting God's command to mean delegating the job rather than doing it himself. Yet another reminder of just how important gratitude, Hakar Satov is. It's a hallmark of the Jewish people. It's where we get our name from, Yehudim, Yehuda, Judah, Hoda. It means thanksgiving. You've got to constantly be thankful for and show your thanks openly, outwardly, effusively to people who help you out, do you favors, are there for you. And there's no one who does you more favors. And there's no one who's there for you more than God. And so all day, every day, at every opportunity, you have to think about all the things that he does for you, does for us, every breath we take, every move we make, and say thank you, thank you, thank you.
You know, Richie, that's one of my favorite parts of the song. I think maybe you could do just a little bit more with it. Go ahead, Dave. Give it a try.
learn some Jeremiah, learn, learn, learn some Obadiah, learn. Do the Lubavitcher twist. Do the Lubavitcher twist. Oh, shake it up, say it now. Shake it up, say it. Ain't gonna work on Saturday. No, I won't. No, I won't. Big it down your cumber. Big it down your cumber. Teach me. Alamas, 
תהילות לקל, לקל אביום. Thank you. 
That was uh, Micha Mocha from 613. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> we heard 613 uh, before that. That was uh, Eula Rutzon from Jonas and Schwartz. Um, more music coming up. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Time, and you are tuned to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored um, sorry, I'm sorry, it's crazy here. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio exclusively around the world on NachumSiegel.com and the beloved NSN app. Uh, we are so happy to be with you today. It is a. Uh, my name is Matas Weingast. I'm uh, I'm hosting today's show because Nachum is uh, celebrating the birth of a grandchild. And uh, as you may have heard in the first hour, uh, in the uh, and in the second hour, uh, major Mazel Tov to uh, Stacy and Nachum Siegel on the birth of a granddaughter to uh, their children Binyamin and Kayla yesterday, and Mazel Tov to Naomi and Stephen Levinson of Woodmere, New York. Both sets of grandparents, first time grandparents, <laughs> first time, and uh, the baby's name is Esther Liel. Uh, and it is uh, it is amazing how many people are. Uh, well, I'm not really surprised how many people are sending in Mazel Tov wishes and uh, just commenting all over on all different uh, all different sites. Uh, I want to go to the um, to the app again because a number of uh, of people commented, and I want to make sure I don't miss anyone. And uh, let's see who we are up to. We heard that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love these. Uh, I love the comments. Um, listener, uh, listener Judy already has a shidduch <laughs> arranged because a friend of hers had a baby boy on uh, July 10th, just a little while ago. Uh, from listener uh, Arkesh Mazeltov, uh, from listener Patricia Mazeltov, being a grandparent is the greatest. Morris S's commented and wishes Mazeltov to Kayla and Binyamin. He says, a baby girl is precious. Stacy and Nachum are amazing. A new uh, phase in life, and uh, you will be the best grandparents. <laughs> Enjoy every second. Mazel tov to all. Uh, we have from uh, from listener, uh, well, the, the, the app puts it as listener kindly. Nothing better. Enjoy the greatest club there is, Grandparents Club. Um Let's see, uh, listener, R. Gloria May, Mazel Tov, Nachum, and Stacy. Uh, Mazel Tov from the Klibanoff family, says uh, Mazel Tov to the, sta- to, to the Siegel family. Grandchildren are the dividends. You should have tremendous Nachos and Bracha, again, from the Klibanoff family. So thank you so much for all the wonderful comments on the app and from other, uh, other places. Uh, I know that... Um, 
I know that people are commenting on Facebook and, and other locations also. So Nachum and Stacey will see them. So again, Azel Tov to uh, Kayla and Benjamin Siegel and to grandparents Stacy and Nachum Siegel and uh, Naomi and Stephen Levinson. Mazel Tov to all of them on the birth of Esther Liel, named this morning just a short while ago. We're going to go back to the music. Rabbi Yudin will be joining us at um, around 8.20. I don't even know if he knows about that. He's in Israel, so I'm not sure if he's aware that he, I'm even doing the show, quite frankly. So we'll get that. Uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Back to the music. Uh, here's Yeshiva Boys Choir with Yismuchu on JM in the AM.
for aka Pella for cutting this song a little bit short but uh, we have with us on the line again this morning the one and only Nachum Siegel Mazel Tov Nachum Thank you Matis I've been a grandfather for about 12 hours feels great <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I, I gotta tell you, you know, at some point you'll be able to see all the comments on the app, uh, but there are so many wonderful comments on the app, and uh, um, also, you know, from other places, and everyone is is commenting on how the grandparents club is the best. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for all the comments on the app, and everybody who's been reacting to this amazing news. And yeah. we are honored to be part of this club now, and. Uh, I want to take this opportunity to, again, wish a mazel tov to um, Kayla and Binyamin and to Levinson family, to um, Naomi and Stephen out in Woodmere. Just had an opportunity to dive in with Stephen as the uh, baby naming was going on. Nice. And, of course, to Stacy, who's the new grandma and can't possibly be more excited. And uh, she was she was just so over-anxious with this baby to arrive already. <laughs> as Baruch Hashem, it happened uh, last night. On uh, Erevers Chodesh, it was still Erevers Chodesh just okay. before, just before sunset. Okay, and um, and the baby's name is Esther Liel. My mother, of course, was Esther Siegel. Now there's another Esther Siegel. Um, the rumor is they're going to be calling her Ellie, and um, and it's just wonderful. I just spoke with Kayla a couple of minutes ago, and I know that uh, you know these are sometimes sensitive issues in terms of. Uh, you know, baby naming and the first name and everything else, and and the fact that I mean, I remember, I remember many decades ago how meaningful and important Binyamin's birth was to my mother, who had just gotten very sick at that time. Right, and his birth was a was a, it was a goal for her to to make sure to be around and to be able to flourish health wise uh, when 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 he finally arrived. Right, and they had a very special relationship to say the least, and the oh. fact that he was able this morning to name his daughter after my mother, after his grandmother, was something extra special. So, yeah, absolutely. 
that's where we're at, and it's just an amazing simcha. And I want to thank everybody. It's uh, <laughs> it's a little different than it was uh, almost 25 years ago. Although I do remember <laughs> calling it after we named our daughter Chava. <laughs> yeah. Now her now her niece was uh, the topic of conversation among the wow. listeners this morning. Wow, amazing. Um, uh, you know, I just want to mention some of the people that just recently uh, commented on the app in the last few minutes, because uh, I mentioned uh, all the others so far. Listener, uh, uh, I, I'm just reading the names they put it on here. Paulette Simon, Mazel Tov, welcome to the best club in the world. Listener uh, A- Aggie, A-G-I, Mazel Tov, the entire Mishpacha. Uh, Schwiger, of course, a tremendous Mazel Tov to the whole family. Writes a lot, and you'll see. And uh, uh, Reza... I don't know how this is Reza Mashiach. So I don't know who the uh, you know the names are, but uh, wishes you tremendous Mazel Tov and ATL KW uh, Mazel Tov. And uh, I uh, chatted with uh, Simon before uh, on uh, on on a message, and he um, he had heard about it, of course, and uh, said it's the best club to join in the world. <laughs> Just amazing, it's amazing. So, you know that's great. You know, I do. I I don't want to forget because we're we're coming up on Rabbi Yudin in a moment. Now, Rabbi Yudin did not get our email ahead of time, so uh, he he did not know. But I just spoke with him, and he said he'll be in touch. And he and his whole family wish you and Stacy and and the whole family a tremendous Mazel Tov. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate that. So, uh, and I, um, I, I, I appreciate that. I, I wasn't sure how to reach her by using, frankly. I spoke to uh, Roy Goldwasser last night, and uh, some of the people you mentioned had an opportunity to speak to us. I word travels much faster now than it did 25 years ago, oh, frankly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, it's just uh, it's a wonderful simcha for us and the family, an amazing simcha as I've described, and for our worldwide audience those who just love to share and all the great joy and wonderful events that take place because, as you know, Matzah's people have been there through thick and thin, and it's amazing when we get an opportunity to be together and share great news, um, you know, on occasions like this. Right, right, you absolutely. Know, you think of all the ups and downs in the last four decades, and uh. the ups- the ups are amazing, frankly. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I didn't get a chance to do this earlier, but I figured I would do it when I spoke with you next on the air. And that's the wish Mazel Tov's to extended families. I, I don't know the Levinson family, but I, I know that they have extended families. You have extended families. Stacy's extended families. Extended families out to Miriam as <laughs> part of the family. You know, yeah, it's, I want to take just... this opportunity to wish my in-laws, who now have... Uh, Three great granddaughters, oh, right? Oh. I'm just getting confirmation from, uh, <laughs> from my producer. Um, three great granddaughters. Uh, obviously, the wine traps seem to have an affinity to girls. Uh, to Gail and Itzy Wine Shop, my wonderful in laws, um, and now the great grandparents of Kayla and Biam and his daughter, a very, very special model club. And as you said, uh, in addition to the wine trap and Markowitz families, the uh, 11th side also has an extended family that goes uh, in many different directions, and we want to wish them a very special milestone. They have family in West Hempstead and in Queens and uh, really all over the world, Israel as well. So to everybody, a very special milestone. Right. Oh, so wait, I have a question. Who got Levy today? <laughs> oh, so today I can... 
tell you that Binyamin did not get late. <laughs> I was wondering, okay. When there was no Cohen in Shul today, oh. and I feared, I feared that they were going to give a Yisrael Cohen, oh. which, which many synagogues do. Right. Uh, which is actually, uh, in, in many cases, people say it's preferred to do it that way. Right. As many synagogues do. Um, uh, I was said. I said to myself, I better make sure they give him something. And sure enough, they called him up for you know, Levy Bibcom Cohen. Okay. Um, you okay. know, understanding that it would be proper to make sure he has an Aliyah today, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> and, not, and not give him Hagba. Right. So. Well, although some people say that Hagba is the most important, yeah, I hear you know, it. but still, still, it's different. And then if you give a Yisrael, I don't know all the Hagas, but if you give a Yisrael, then you have a problem with giving. Right, you, after you Yisrael, can't. Yeah, that's it. That's that's it. So, what was the order really today? Good. It was it was Binyamin. Then who else? Well, Binyamin and his father-in-law got uh, got shady. Okay. You know, appropriate, obviously. Right. Uh, and then some of the synagogue members got the other two Aliyahs and the other Kibudim. So okay. That's how it okay. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Marcus, oh, uh, Binyamin uh, Davin the beautiful hollow and beautiful Muslim. As is the, it seems that in this, in this shul of his, he's, uh, he's, he's often the go-to guy when it comes to... Uh, Dominic for the which is wonderful. Very nice. Wow. It's just, you know, we always talk about this when we, when we talk about these things, how, how amazing it is. Like you said, it's over a period of time and sharing it with, literally with the world and uh, is, is just very heartwarming. Yeah, you know, it really is beautiful. So Not many levels. Beautiful. So, Rabbi Yudin is going to be introduced, is going to be starting with, with, um, Good, good era of Shabbos, everyone, because we weren't sure. Yeah. So if you are, would we like to... We didn't want to confuse the greetings. Right, so if you would like to introduce him, we'll go right to Rabbi Yudin following your introduction. Oh, so I have to be careful, because I really can't say good morning, because we know he's not going to answer good morning. Right, no, he, right, right, right. This time, each and every Friday, every era of Shabbos, it's a great pleasure we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader emeritus, congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning... The Torah portion of the week. Here is Rabbi Yudin. Good day, Shabbos, everybody. Wow. First of all, for me, it's this afternoon. I am privileged to be right now in Harnof, looking over from the Merpeset, Mivaseret Sion, and uh, I wish it, as you know, on every one of you soon. Let's get down to business, first of all. Finally, Baruch Hashem, we've all caught up. Namely, in Eretz Yisrael, they have one parsha this week, that of Masay, back in the States. We, and in the rest of the Galut, there's two parshios of Matos and Masay, and we are together. And uh, next week, for all of us, Parshas Dvarim, before what we pray is going to be the Yom Tov of Tisha B'Av. Okay, first let's just review some of the laws of where we find ourselves now, namely the nine days. Today is Rosh Chodesh Av. Now I want you to know regarding Rosh Chodesh Av, there is only one site mentioned in the Torah, and that is today the yard site of Aaron HaKohen. And I think that it's not by chance that Aaron HaKohen's yard site is read on Mamush. 
Today is Rosh Chodesh. We're going to read about it tomorrow. And the idea is, what did Aaron represent more than anything else? Havei mitalmidov shel Aaron. Oev shalom. Rodev shalom. He didn't only love peace. He was a Rodev. He pursued it. He went out of his way to make sure that there could, would be shalom between the Jewish people. And um, it's a charge. A charge all year long, but especially where we are now during the nine days, whereby, remember, the Hasidah, with its beautiful name, was a non-kosher bird. Why? Because it did chesed, but only with its own. And this Shabbos, before we get to the nine days, before we get to a Shava from Parshas Masay, this Shabbos is to be a charge to all of us to remember that there will not be one gateway to the Beis Hamikdash. So all the cynics listening will say, of course not. How could so many people enter one gate? Ah, the fact that they're going to be 13 She'orim, wow! That makes trap, no, nothing to do with traffic control. It has to do not only that each Shevet will have its own Sha'ar, but the whole idea is that all Jews are welcomed. And as I learned from a granddaughter of mine, Lo Hakova Koveya, don't judge Jews by their specific headgear on Shabbos during the week, or forgive me, even those yet without headgear. Avas Yisrael is one that says, I love all Jews. That's what Aaron Akoin taught. That's what we need to embrace going into this Shabbos. The Gemara, at the end of the third chapter of Baba Basra, tells us the following, that right after the second base of Migdash was destroyed, there were many Prussian B'Yisrael, meaning many ascetics, who said, we're not going to eat meat and we're not going to drink wine. They meant all year long. Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi tried to dissuade them, and he did so by asking, why aren't you eating meat and drinking wine? They said, what are you talking about? How can we? If meat was offered on the Mizbeach, on the altar, and now unfortunately without a base on Migdash, we don't have a Mizbeach, how can we eat meat? How can we drink wine? Which was brought as Nisachin, which means there was a libation of wine poured on the Mizbeach. How could we drink wine? So Rabbi Yeshua said to them, 
If so, ay ay ay, you shouldn't be able to eat bread because we no longer have the mincha, korba mincha was a meal offering. So they said, okay, we'll eat payros. But he said, oh my goodness, how could you eat payros? We don't have bikurim, which are the first fruits. So they said, okay, first fruits are wheat and barley and five specific fruits. We'll eat the others, other fruits. And, oh come on, can you live on that alone? And then the clincher was, you shouldn't drink water, because after all, there was a special korban of Niso Hamayim pouring the water on the Mizbeach, on Sukkos, that we don't do. So Rabbi Shub and Levi therefore said, look here, very important, not to mourn, that's impossible, because the halacha has said, we are to remember, to mourn more than is possible excessively efsher that you can't do why the rabbis did not impose a law upon the community unless the majority of the people can keep it so therefore what do we do number 1 you should leave a place by the entrance of your home unpainted unplastered and therefore, as you walk in and out, you remember Yerushalayim. And we have the strong, I'm going to call it a minhag, but it's not a minhag like, you know, uh, you, walk, you walk down the aisle with candles or without candles. No, 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 no. This is a widespread, accepted minhag, and especially among Ashkenazic Jewry, that we don't eat meat during the nine days. We don't drink wine during the nine days. Now, if someone is ill and they need the meat, if they can do with chicken, fine. If not, they can eat if they are ill. When it comes to Shabbos, then by all means, tonight, not only can we have wine for Shabbos? But even if one takes in Shabbos early tonight, they can have wine and make Kiddush while it is still sun, before sunset, while it is still technically speaking uh, not yet Shabbos in terms of the calendar. You're taking in Shabbos, Tosef Shabbos, as it's called, adding on to Shabbos, creates Shabbos for you and your family. Good. Now, Havdullah tomorrow night. If there is a child that can drink the wine, fine. If not, you can drink the wine by Havdullah. Alright? Now, we all know that for a seum, which means the completion of a tractate of Gemara, a Seder of Mishnah, or even a book of Tanakh, says Rabbi Moshe, if it was learned in depth with the Mepharshim. A Siyum, let's be very honest, we're not looking for an excuse to eat meat. God forbid, that's not the reason we should make a Siyum. If it turns out that I finish 
during the nine days, during this coming week. And I always make a siyum. I always celebrate. And it comes out, kolakavot. Even though there are those that would wait anyway for the party. But to rush your learning or to delay the learning so that it comes out and therefore you make a siyum, that does not really go with the spirit of the day. Camps and maybe some hotels, if they have to, that's their cheshbon. But we who are at home should not look for a way out, but to realize that for one week, and the fact that we have this slight change of diet is a help to us to remind ourselves that we're in that period of time. In terms of um, the nine days, we talked about meat, wine, the cleaning and changing of clothing. So, we know that again, one of the restrictions of the nine days is that we do not wash and launder clothing. You have young children at home and you need to, that's a different story. If there are other exceptions, a woman going to mikvah, etc. But otherwise, we don't wear. And even if you did already, fine. If not, just know that many are careful. Why? Because during Shloshim, when one is a mourner, after the week of Shiva, for the next three weeks called Shloshim, they don't clean or launder clothing, okay? Nor do they wear freshly laundered garments. So the treatment of the week prior to Tishabav is halachically like Shloshim. Okay? For Shabbos, one can wear freshly laundered clothing. Alright? That is the way we follow. Preferably not new clothing, but uh, freshly laundered can be worn for Shabbos. Okay. Um, we will talk next week in Mutz Hashem, if need be, about um, the Erev Tisha B'Av and the laws of Tisha B'Av. Just know that bathing for pleasure, that's a very important term, is prohibited during the nine days. Swimming is prohibited during the nine days. However, if one really does require swimming for medical reasons, okay, then it is permissible. Discuss it with your Rav. Um, now, I'll say it very carefully. During the week, and especially in our days, when people are more accustomed to bathing on a regular basis, one, especially if they spend much time out of doors, could shower, bathe regularly. However, make it shorter, make it a little bit less hot, etc. If a person goes from their air-conditioned house to their air-conditioned car to their air-conditioned office and back home, and even if they go to the store, to the air-conditioned store, come on, 
very possibly we can then even go by the letter of the law and perhaps not bathe each and every day, every other day, etc. This is, we are to feel and get the spirit of the nine days. Okay, let me just tell you one thing, a delicious story I once heard, and that is a Jew walked into a shoe store and said, I need two pair of shoes. One, give me your best pair of shoes that you have, the most expensive shoes. And after he tried them on, he said, now I need chas v'sholem shech. What's chas v'sholem shech? So he said, the new shoes that I bought, I'm buying the kavod, greeting the Mashiach. But chas v'sholem, just in case he doesn't come, then I need the non-leather shoes, the chas v'sholem shech. What a way to go into it. Halavai, we felt that way. Halavai, we looked at it that way. This is where you and I have to grow into this, to really feel, to really say, I need new shoes to greet Moshiach. Just as you would buy new shoes for a child or grandchild's wedding. I need new shoes to greet Moshiach. And I need my non-leather shoes, my chas v'sholem shoes, just in case he doesn't come. A thought from Parshas Masay. Now listen carefully. Very exciting. First of all, just know that the Ramban in this week's Parsha, in the second Parsha of Masay, in chapter 33, Pasuk 53, for that this mitzvah, right, this Parsha, contains the mitzvahs asay according to the Ramban of Yeshua Oretz. It's a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. A mitzvah to get up. A mitzvah to call nefesh benefesh. And this is really talking to each and every one of us to come up with a good reason why we are not yet living in Eretz Yisrael. In chapter 35, the Torah gives us in detail the laws of the accidental murderer who's to go to an Irmiklat, meaning he is to go to a city of refuge till the Kohen Gadol dies. And an intentional murderer is to be executed. And this is spelled out very succinctly. But then, listen carefully now, in chapter 35, take a look, Psukim 31-32, that the accidental murderer is not to be given the opportunity to pay a ransom and a murderer is not as well to be given the opportunity to pay a ransom we don't say okay build a hospital and we won't kill you no he is to be executed but after that comes psukim 33 and 34 do not bring guilt on the land in which you are living because bloodshed is that which brings guilt upon the land and the land the Oretz will not be forgiven for the blood that is shed in it except through the blood of the person who sheds it and finally the next verse the next verse don't defile the land in which you live but given there are no extra words in the Torah, at first glance, these last two psukim are superfluous. 
Murder is forgiven universally, regardless of where it's committed. So why does the Torah mention no less four times the word Ha'aretz? This is certainly not a mitzvah dependent on the land. The Ramban answers by stating that while murder is indeed universally prohibited, the Torah's teaching that's especially so in the land where Hashem Shechina is present. The land of Israel, more than any other geographical location, cannot tolerate. The land can't tolerate murder. Similarly, you find at the end of Parshas Acharimos, where the Torah clearly warns the Jewish people about repeating the sins of immorality of the nations that lived in the land before them, lest they too be evicted from the land. The Torah is teaching us that the land itself is especially sensitive. Now morality is a norm that is to be practiced in every society. Yet there too in Vayikra, at the end of Achrimos, the Torah highlights the offense and effect of morality upon the land. The land of Israel has character and personality. And due to its higher level of Kedusha, it simply cannot tolerate immorality and murder. And murder, excuse me. Now, we pray that shortly in our day, Halavai this year, Tisha B'av will become a holiday as the Novi Zechariah in chapter 8, Pusik 19 promises us. Okay? But in the event that we're not privileged for this year, we're going to read on Tisha B'av night the book of Eicha. Now, what does the first Pusik say? Eicha Yashva Badad. The city sits alone. The city of Yerushalayim is all alone. In Pasuk 4, what does the Navi Yirmiyahu say? Avele Darchet Sion Avelot. The roads of Tzion are mourning for the lack of festival pilgrims. Now one could argue this is a poetic continuation of the prior psukim describing that the Jewish people have gone into exile. However, I would like to understand this verse literally in keeping with our above teachings that the land, the roads of Israel are literally crying, mourning in the absence of the multitudes that come to celebrate the three pilgrim festivals annually. And similarly, on the Shabbos after Tisha B'Av, we read from the Novi, Yeshayahu, Dabru Alev, Yerushalayim. Don't just console the people, but we're talking about literally the very city, holy city, that housed the two Beisam Migdash and will house the third. Rabbi Elio Lapian, Zechasadik Levracha had a condition that necessitated him to expectorate, in simple English, 
to spit. When he came to Eretz Yisrael, he refused to spit on the ground. Why? The land itself is holy. The land itself has feelings. This is substantiated by the end of the Gemara Ksubos 112b that Reb Chia Bar Gamda used to roll in the dust of Eretz Yisrael. Why is he playing in the dust? To fulfill that which is found in Tehillim 112.15 For your servants have cherished our stones and favored her dust. And interestingly, this is the source of the minhag of pudding in, er- in Chutzla Eretz, some soil from Eretz Yisrael upon the dead who are buried in Chutzla Eretz. And similarly, the Rambam in Hilchos Molochim teaches that great sages would kiss the borders of Eretz Yisrael, kiss its stones, and roll in its dust. The Gemara in Megillah 29a teaches that the Batei Knesios, Batei Medrashos, the synagogues, the study halls in Bavel outside of Israel are destined to be established in Eretz Yisrael in the Messianic era. And the Marshah in his commentary on this Gemara writes that the land of Israel in its entirety has a Kedusha, a holiness similar to a Beisach Knesset and based upon the above, listen to this everybody, the Vilna Gaon you know what it means to pine for Eretz Yisrael? The Vilna Gaon at the end of his davening would walk an additional four Amos in his synagogue in Vilda. What are you doing? Exercising? No. I am fulfilling to the best of my ability, he said the rabbinic dictum to walk for Amos in the land of Israel. Amazing. Okay? So first of all, I can only tell you, a delicious Gemara in Ksubo 75a where the Navi, excuse me, Tillim 87.5 speaks about this man and this man Ish Ish Yuladba that was born there. Who was born there? those who are actually born there, and those that are mitzapeh, those that yearn. So every form you're asked to fill out and you put your address, stop and say, I don't yet have an address on Sha'olson. I don't yet have an address on Rehov Reuven, or whatever the Rehov that you're living is. However, that's where I want to be. That's what this Shabbos of the nine days has to arouse in each in every one of us. And finally, this is demonstrated our love by longing to be there, our endeavoring to enhance and improve the process of Yeshiva Oretz. We come here not only to recharge our batteries, but to connect firsthand with the land of constant miracles. But in our prior of our tzedakah, yeshiva institutions, chesed institutions in Eretz Yisrael should be one of our priorities, allowing us to literally participate in the mitzvah of yeshiva Oris. And finally, I say, let's not forget the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. There was a big tumult in the tour as to whether or not in the Alamichio we include the words Lecha Mipiria to Lisboa Metuva to eat of the fruit of Eretz Yisrael. And the Bach, in his commentary on the tour in Orachayim 208, teaches that the land itself has Kedusha. The trees that bear the fruit 
have Kedusha. And therefore, when we come to Eretz Yisrael, and when we live in Eretz Yisrael, and we imbibe the fruit of Eretz Yisrael, we are ingesting Kedusha. And we become uplifted spiritually, even from only eating of the fruit of Eretz Yisrael. I take this opportunity to wish everybody a wonderful Shabbos. Please God, we should be privileged very soon that these nine days should be transformed to happy nine days. But if we're not yet worthy, then let us be mitzapeh. Let us yearn. Let us pine. And let us be so thankful and grateful that we are often vague on the way to the coming of the Mashiach to the building of the third Beis HaMikdash. Shabbat Shalom to all. Thank you so much, Rabbi Yudin. As I uh, mentioned earlier, uh, when Nachum was on right before Rabbi Yudin, uh, Rabbi Yudin wasn't aware of the birth of uh, Esther Liel to uh, Benjamin and Kayla, so he didn't have the opportunity on his segment to wish a uh, Mazel Tov to the family. But I did speak with him right beforehand, and uh, as I mentioned to Nachum before uh, Rabbi Yudin was on, uh, Rabbi Yudin and his family wish a, a tremendous Mazel Tov. Thank you to all the people on the app who have been commenting, and uh, Nachum will definitely be uh, seeing that at uh, at some point, possibly before Shabbos. Uh, and... Uh, you know, the comments have been really, really amazing. And I, I understand, uh, you know, with the timing, we tried to let Rabbi Yudin know about it uh, before he uh, presented his uh, segment, but we weren't able to. And I know with the time changes, like he's in Israel, we're here. So this whole week, my wife has been in Israel. Karen has been in Israel because she's been uh, part of the uh, the summer seminar for educators uh, at Yad Vashem. Uh, this week and continues to next week. Uh, so she's participating in that uh, great program. Uh, and uh, that is under the direction of Rabbi Moshe Kohn. So uh, this whole week I've had to uh, work out the timing and, and remember what time it was before calling and things like that. So I want to wish Karen a very good Shabbos in uh, in Israel, in Yerushalayim, this uh this Shabbos, where it'll be Shabbos in just a couple of hours. Uh, so if you see her walking around the Prima King's Hotel there, uh, you know, please say hi. <laughs> That's where everybody is staying. Um, so we are going to go uh, in just a minute. I want to, before we get to it's time to say good Shabbos, I want to remind everybody about what is uh, happening the rest of the day today, because it's different, because it's the nine days. There will not be a a, a um, table for two uh, after this show. Uh, there won't be an Erev Shabbos show encore. Uh, Mark does a phenomenal job every week. This week is just going to be Erev Shabbos music, appropriate for today, and it'll be sponsored by Kedem, and it'll include a replay of uh, Harry Rothenberg's uh, words that he said before. It'll be at 1 p.m. Uh, Avrami, as I mentioned, is off tomorrow night for Saturday Night Seagull, but we put him to a lot of work today. And he really did a great job and was tremendously helpful, so I thank him and um, wish him and his family a good Shabbos, and thank you and a good Chodesh. Uh, so tomorrow night at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, there'll be a repeat of this show. 
So I, I wish everybody a Shavua Tov, those who are listening uh, and the Encore. And I'll be on Sunday morning with the JM Sunday. So uh, we'll start the week with that. And then Nachum should be back on Monday, and he'll tell you everything about uh, about the great Mazel Tov that we uh, announced today when he was on this morning with us. Uh, and again, a Mazel Tov to uh, Benjamin and Kayla Siegel on the birth of Esther Liel yesterday. She was named to today. And Mazel Tov to Stacey and Nachum and the extended family and to Naomi and Stephen Levinson and the extended family. Both sets first-time grandparents. So Mazel Tov to the grandparents, to the parents, to the great-grandparents, uncles, cousins, you know, everybody there. Or as we say, the entire mishpacha. Uh, thank you again for, uh, for joining us. It is uh, literally <laughs> time to say good Shabbos right here on the Nachum Siegel Network.